How's everyone doing this morning? God is good. Amen. 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 If you haven't noticed today, there's a whole lot of people this morning here at Bridge that are like-minded and we all enjoy the same fine clothing. It's called Leap Shirts, okay? Sunday, this Sunday is a special day for us because it is the Sunday after our Leap Week here at Bridge. And we are really thrilled to be able to celebrate with you guys this morning. Yes. So you've heard us talk about Leap for uh, many, many months. Last year was the first year we officially did Leap. Uh, Leap is... Uh, a five-day workshop, basically, with six, this year we had six different workshops with kids from all over the community in the area that came, and we poured into these kids, and we taught them skills, we taught them uh, practical skills, we taught them some more relational skills, um, some kids worked on cars, others did improv dramedy, others cooked in culinary, people broke things in our STEM area. They recorded music. As art was beautiful. They painted all kinds of pictures and printed all kinds of things. It was a wonderful week. And we are here this morning to celebrate that because it's not just the people that were physically there that made Leap happen. It was so many people from behind the scenes. So today's service is going to look a little bit different. Okay, uh, If you like coming to church to sit and observe, you're not going to like today. Okay, because this is not a partic- this is not a spectator service. Um, the worship alone should show you that you come to church, you worship. It's a participation. Um, but we're going to see some different things today with Leap. Uh, we're going to show you a highlight video in just a few minutes, so you can get an idea of really what Leap looked like. If you're not familiar with Leap, this will give you a very good idea of maybe what the entire week looked like in part. Uh, we're not just going to show you a highlight video. We are going to bring um, what we call a two-minute funny. Every day during the week of Leap, Pastor Matt came in in the afternoon and he stirred the troops back up together again and he gave them a two-minute funny. If you like puns, if you like Pastor Matt's humor, you will enjoy the two-minute funny this morning, okay? I can tell you a lot of the students did and it was a whole lot of fun. Um, uh, Our two key leaders involved in Leap, Danielle Muir and Jennifer Martinelli, are going to come up afterwards. They're going, to share, they're going to share some of the wins that we experienced this week in Leap and also recognize some of the awesome people that were involved in making it happen. And then we're going to have a game on Sunday morning. That's right. Dave and Wendy LeBourgeois are going to come up and they're going to involve you. Look at all the faces. Everyone's just like, are you kidding me? Dave and Wendy LeBourgeois are going to participate and there are prizes for people that win, okay? So, if, yes, if you want prizes and you want to walk out of here with something, because, I mean, let's be honest, we all come to church to get stuff. That's why we come. So you're coming, you're going to get some prizes. If you're diabetic, you might want to give it away, but it's okay. You're going to have a good time, and they're going to do a great, a great. We have some prizes for you. Jen's got some prizes, and we're going to square you away. Yeah, you're like, you don't have any prizes. We got you covered. Don't worry. We got the special prizes for you. Um, and then I'm going to come up afterwards, and I'm going to share just a little bit of a, of a devotional from Scripture and give uh, one of our LEAP volunteers an opportunity to give a testimony and then just kind of tie the whole thing together with another close in worship. So that's what the rest of our morning is going to look like. Um, Fair enough? So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to open up our time in prayer, and when I'm done, we've got a great highlight video to show you exactly what LEAP looked like. Would you just join me as we pray this morning? Father, we want to thank you in advance for what we're going to celebrate. We know that every good and perfect gift comes from you. Every good and perfect gift belongs to you. And there is nothing that happens outside of your knowledge and understanding. Lord, we just want to say thank you first before we do anything else this morning for what you did in the hearts of the students this week, for the people that were involved, the seeds that were planted, and the lives that were changed. Um, Thank you for letting us be a part of this week. And we just dedicate the rest of this service to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. finishing up our bridges and then we're going to go on a field trip and look at some architecture, some beams that happen to be outside of the entrance and then we're going to break an I-beam and some other samples, examples of geometry. My most favorite part about my workshop is getting to know everyone and making and breaking the bridges. We got to test out which ones work the best and 
do. It was really intense, but otherwise, overall, it was really fun. And um, the most impactful moment that happened this week was the first day that I realized I didn't have to be nervous about anything, and I could just be myself and have fun at LEAP. in improv was how to work with other people to create a certain scene and listen to what other people's suggestions are on stage so that you can work to find out what the next part would be. And something that stood out to me was the amount of people that wanted to do improv. And they wanted to do it because that's what they wanted to do. Like, they love it. So that was pretty cool. I really enjoyed being with those people, and it was pretty fun to be with our leader, Trish. She brings awesome energy, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Today we're going to um, take a 289 Ford engine apart. Uh, I'll explain what the parts are and the functions of them and then we'll put it back together. This week at LEAP, these guys have been helping me out by taking care of my swag wagon, my minivan. Tell me a little bit about what you guys did in my, my car this week. So, uh, we, ain't, we ain't doing nothing much. Uh, <laughs> we're just checking some of the uh, oil here, seeing if you, you got some, a lot of that there, uh -huh. and some trans fluid. Yep. Uh, you're, we were also uh, doing some inspections. Your windshield wipers and your your uh, wiper cleaners, they're, they're all working just well. Nice. So are the ones in the back. So, uh, yeah, uh, your, your, oh, your lights are top-notch too. They work? Okay, sweet. Yeah, we also checked the tire pressure, made sure that was all good, it was all good, and uh, we changed the air filters. So this is the cabin filter, which filters the air that goes into the minivan. And then we switched out the filter that brings air into the engine. This guy? Yeah, right there. Nice, 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 nice. And you guys detailed my car, you vacuumed the entire thing. Like you got all the Cheerio dust from my son out of there. I appreciate you guys. Like you guys are awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you for helping me out this week. I love you. Thank you. No problem, bro. So this week in music technology, we've been learning to record. Um, we've been using soundboards, microphones, um, keyboards. The kids brought their own violin and saxophone. recreation of the tune Goodness of God and then we created our own little leap theme song that we recorded all the parts in and mixed down and hopefully everyone enjoys it when they listen back to our uh, weekly recap. My favorite part of the class is having a good team to help me along the way. Hi, my name is Liam. I did the art program here at LEAP, and it was a lot of fun. We did a lot of different printing methods, 
we learned uh, just all printing methods and it was, I made a lot of new friends and I laugh on here. All right, give it up for Leaf! Oh my goodness. Hey, I'm super excited to be here. My name's Matt. Uh, we do a daily funny every day at Leap, and I just love it. It's a lot of fun. It's just a good break in the in the in the the, the whole day to just laugh, hang out, and have some fun with each other. And um, you know, you're probably thinking like, "Wow, Matt, that's, you have a lot of energy. How do you have so much energy? How did the Leap volunteers have so much energy?" And at Leap, you have to stay optimistic. Yeah. Let that one sink in a little bit. Um, you know, I love this song there, but really we listened to a lot of, um, a lot of music this week. Our favorite was hip-hop because it was at Leap. Okay, that one didn't land. As, that one didn't land. Um, you know, culinary was really working back there. You guys were really moving. And at one point, the sink actually broke in culinary. And I was like, man, why did the sink broke? We're trying to figure it out. And I was like, I know why the sink broke. Because it was completely drained. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, you guys saw the stem and the, the bridges. I'm like, yo, popsicle sticks? A popsicle stick bridge? I can't get over it. <laughs> oh, man. I love, uh, I hung out a lot with Improv Dramedy this week. And uh, I had a ton of fun. You guys crushed it in that, in that workshop. And uh, I really felt like, I was like, man, wh- how, who would be really good at improv dramedy? And I, it hit me. I was like, you know who are really good at improv dramedy? Birds. Because they just wing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this week, uh, me personally, I was, I was spent at the end of the week. And I was like, man, I really just want to sit down and eat some food. And I was like, naturally... Where would I go after Leap Week? IHOP. Okay. That was it. I hope you enjoyed the funny. I'm going to bring, why don't you show some love to our leader, Jen Martinelli and Danielle. Get up here. Give it up for Jen and Danielle. How to follow that. Oh, man. Rob, you want to come join us? Thanks. So um, we had a really great week. I am, I, I don't know if it's exhaustion, but I feel highly emotional today um, in sharing, you know, with you all. But um, Danielle and Rob, um, we put a lot of work into this. I do want to start by thanking God because really all the people that came and all the kids that came, it was like every puzzle piece put together was so purposeful, um, more than I think we could imagine. And so I want to thank God for that. Um, we want to recognize some of the many people who participated and you're seeing many of us in our shirts, but there are so many more that can be recognized as well. So, um, I want to start by thanking our really wonderful food team. (laughs) They kept us... Rochelle and her team kept us well fed. And when I say Rochelle and her team, there were so many of them. So for all of you who came in and you served food on our plates, mounds of it to us, the kids, thank you for those. Thank you. For those who um, prepared food at home and you never stepped foot in the building, but you were at home cutting and baking and cooking. Um, For those who came and set up food, um, we just thank you so much for all the prep that you did. Um, Food was never at a loss. It was good. There was always more than enough for everyone. I just want to thank the food team for all their hard work. I also want to thank the cleaning team. So all of us pitched in at some point to keep the the church clean, but there were so many levels of that. So thank you to the cleaning team that came in every day and was helping throughout the day. But thank you to um, Evelyn and her husband who came in after Leap was over and did a thorough clean of the building. And even our Friday team who came in after Leap was over and helped us clean again to make sure that windows were wiped. Um, The church was always clean and presentable. And you all know that makes such a big difference. And when our kids came in, um, it it really puts a spin on the day to feel like they're coming into a place that looks like it's kept up, um, taken care of, and I just want to thank you all from 
from the cleaning perspective. You did a wonderful job, and we couldn't have uh, moved through the day without you. So thank you, cleaning team. So not everyone, as you can see, was on site during the day. I want to thank those who gave um, and sponsored LEAP. There were so many people that maybe you weren't here during the on-site time, but you gave monetarily, and you gave to sponsor our kids and even some of our giveaways, all of the things that we did in our workshop. Um, thank you so much for giving, that God has given you that gift to give so that we could um, really invest into the kids. So thank you so much for all your sponsor- sponsorship. And then thank you for those who prayed over us. There were several people who um, emailed and let us know, but so many more who during leading up to LEAP and during LEAP reached out and said, we are covering you on prayer. We're covering and lifting the kids up. We are covering you as leaders for your health, for wisdom, just to make it through the day, um, to keep our energy up. And so I can't say how much that means to know that even um, while we're all here giving our time, um, we're being backed up, um, that we're being prayed for and lifted the whole week. And those kids were lifted up um, very specifically. And so thank you to those who prayed for us all week and leading up to it. Thank you, Jen, for leading this. You're saying thank you to everybody else, but I want to say thank you. Danielle and I appreciate you making sure that we can get to do what we get to do and serve because you're leading it. So thank you so much. Um, I just want to, I have a few thank yous that I want to throw out to our workshop leaders. I mean, I, I can go through the list. Willard and Kevin leading STEM, Trish leading improv, David Bockert and music technology, Christine Barco and culinary, Lisa Hutchinson and Betsy Bell stepping up because Lisa was sick and coming in and leading that and Troy and then Chuck, Bob and Paul, you have the three musketeers out there leading automotive. I mean, it was just, it was an awesome week, and I hope that you guys in that video got to see just a little piece of what the kids did each and every day and how prepared our workshop leaders were. I mean, they started months, I mean, some of them months ago, I was getting like outlines from them of what they wanted to do for the week of LEAP. And so thank you so much for your preparation. And just to all of our volunteers, I mean, I don't know if we can say this enough, 59 volunteers helped pull LEAP off. Like, that's a huge number of people. And... And the fact that thir- oh, like, oh, like over half of them, 34 to be exact, mo- volunteered three-plus days. Like, that's a huge amount. Those, of, those people who were here multiple days, like, God bless you. You were here, and the kids got to build relationships with you. That was awesome. And our one-day volunteers, thank you so much because you came in and breathed fresh life into all of us who were here three-plus days. Like, your face, your smile in the mornings when we came in, and we're like, another day of leap, yay. You guys came in with a smile on your face, energetic, ready to rock and roll. And so that really put gas in our tanks to help us make it through those days that you were here as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Yeah, I think that that is, uh, I don't know if there's a word to say, like, thank you enough to those of you who sacrificed your time, took time off work and vacation days just to make it happen. So thank you. And then I can't um, go without saying thank you to Dave and Wendy because you brought afternoon energy where I, I, I don't know where you got it from. I don't know how. After lunch. Yes, after lunch. The amount of planning and time you put into each game, the way it would work with your teams. I mean, you just did such a phenomenal job. And you do it with humor and you um, have such energy and love for the kids. And so just thank you for all the effort you put into those afternoon games. They're wonderful. So thank you so much. And I also want to thank Kyle for making all the videos. He was here taking pictures and videos. Kyle's in the back. Let's all say thank you. Thank you. Um, And I also want to thank Pastor Matt because, as you can see, his daily funnies and um, his energy to connect with the kids, um, one of the wins that I'll just share now was that his connection to the kids and the humor and just reaching out to them. We had so many kids come to CSM for your, your activity that you did. And just having that crossover is so important, Matt. And so you're just such a pivotal part of connecting with our youth. So thank you so much. Hey everyone. I just wanted to give a 
special shout out to our bridge kids and youth that volunteered this week. Um, it just makes me super proud of those kids being able to step up and just jump in and do an amazing job. So um, I'm not going to get upset. Okay. So Dalen, Caleb, Kristen, Wayne, Isaiah, um, Lila, and Lily, thank you guys so much. You were all so amazing. And just the, having the heart to help and jump in and connect with the other kids in the community, it's just an amazing thing. And I'm so excited to, to see all of your journeys, too, and where it takes you. Uh, oh, Tommy, thank you, too. <laughs> um, and lastly, the, our families... Um, and the families of those that volunteered this week, um, we know it's also a sacrifice for you guys to have your loved ones spend a whole week here or even a couple days. Um, I know <laughs> my husband was feeling it this week. So thank you all to the families of those that volunteered and, and shared their time as well. I just want to also recognize the workshop leaders for our afternoon. Like you heard Pastor Paul say, we did uh, morning workshops where they actually did like STEM and automotive. And then in the afternoons, we did um, different things that would like prepare students for life. And so, um, you know, Jeff Slick came in and they did vision boards and planned out their life and what they what they dreamed of, what God, maybe what God was calling them to, those sorts of ideas. Um, we did uh, some sustainability workshops where they learned about like sustainable food sources and those sorts of ideas one afternoon, one afternoon. Um, uh, you guys did Friday night, Friday afternoon, and they talked about uh, how they how their life growing up. Pastor Matt talked about anxiety one night, one afternoon, and how to how to walk through that. And then Joe Devlin did a uh, workshop uh, session on uh, addiction, peer pressure, that sort of idea. And so we just want to say thank you to you guys and. Jen Hoffman with the sustainability. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, sorry. And the Reinfords uh, were with them. So thank you guys so much for your participation in that and planning that. Most of those afternoon workshops were planned for March whenever March didn't take place. So they've been working on them for months and re- refining them and drilling them down to get them from a whole, a- whole three-hour workshop to like a 45-minute segment. And so they did a killer job in doing that, and the students loved it. I mean, students were clapping for them before like they were even done most days. So it was really cool to watch that. So thank you guys. Can we give it up for our afternoon workshop leaders? All right, a few more thanks, and then we'll talk about some wins that came from um, Leap. Um, one, I just want to I, I want to say thank you to Pastor Paul. I don't I still don't know why I'm here. <laughs> I don't know why you found you put me in this position um, because really there's so many wonderful people around me who are just doing such wonderful things that. Um, it's hard to sort of, you know, place yourself there. But I'm so thankful that you did because it's been a really wonderful and powerful experience. Um, I have to say thank you to Danielle. Danielle, behind registration. And I, I, she's done so much. But I have to say that as a just a human being, how much work she does, um, just she is a just rocking woman of God and is so wonderful to work with. So thank you so much, Danielle. All right. And I have to, so at the end of every day of leave, Danielle and myself go around and we, Danielle collects names from every workshop leader to acknowledge kids and to recognize someone each and every day. Um, we want to see them. So our, our leaders often find someone who has had like a really great attitude, who has shown to be um, a great team player, who's done something. And so we collect those names and we make, make certificates um, for them and we give them out at the end of each day. So we thought we would show you a little bit of what that that is like um, for um, our individuals. So we have a certificate to give. Could you just hold this for a second while I get this out? And we usually give them um, candy to go along with it because why not give a giveaway? So today's certificate goes to four, fullest clipboard and being (laughs) able to handle every detail, Pastor Rob Fur. So I have to say that Pastor Rob is not a fan of trophies for everyone. And so this has always been a point of contention. So we thought we should award Pastor Rob because he, he really 
is, he has so many of the details down to a pat and, and does such a great job. So Rob, thank you so much for all you've done in LEAP. It's been really wonderful. All right, and then we just want to share a few wins with you from the week. Um, I'll let Danielle start. Just, you know, things that happened throughout the week that we thought were really just God moved, and um, we wanted to share that with you all. So there's so many specific stories that I can share. Um, most meaningful to me are, you know, those genuine connections that our volunteers are able to make with the kids. Um, as you guys know, we discussed some volunteers are only here a couple of days. Well, some kids definitely noticed when those volunteers that they made connections with weren't here, right? Like, uh, like a couple kids, one kid specifically who came back from last year um, made a really strong connection. And he's like, hey, where's Mr. Jim? And I'm like, oh, like, he'll be back. Like, don't worry. Like, but it just goes to show that, you know, a, a couple days, you can make a difference. You can make a connection. Um, and those kids seek that out. So that was definitely a win for me, um, for our team. Um, another win this week um, that connects to something I'm going through personally is we had a young kid come in who has recently um, been um, placed in a foster home with a family who is going to be adopting him. And every single day, he opened up a little bit more and a little bit more with me and was just able to share parts of his journey. And the last day after Jen and I spoke, he came up with me again and he just shared about like where his story started. So it kind of was kind of able to see full circle um, where he came from and where he's at now. We were able to connect with his parents. We have an open house on Friday where we invite the parents in. So I was able to talk with his, his you know, he calls them mom and dad, but they're, you know, his, his foster, um, almost adoptee family. And they, um, they might come. They might bring him on Wednesdays. And it was just nice to be able to share with them, like, how special that he is. Um, and to meet them, um, because he was, like, kind of bragging on them all week. So there are a couple wins for me for this week. So my win this week was we had, an, we had a situation where a student was actually sent to the principal's office, which is actually to Miss, Miss Jen, to, to argue with Miss Jen. And we had, it was a little issue in the classroom, and he came out super respectful, I've never seen a teenager so respectful about arguing with a principal. Like, honestly, it was a super respectful situation. And then later on, like the next day, I was able to follow up with him. We had an awesome conversation. And then from that point, it was like a relationship was built. The next three days, I w- we were able, he and I were able to have conversations off and on throughout the week that he walked right past me every day. Like I didn't, like there was no convert, no relationship that was built. So I think a win is, is that something that could have been very bad, right? Could have went very negatively, could have put a bad taste in a student's mouth or in a parent's or in a parent's uh, opinion of leap actually turned around and the parents emailing us saying, thank you so much for, for walking him through that. And it ended up being a huge win for us as a, as a leadership team that we got to deal, we got to walk through that with him and uh, see a, see a change by Friday in three days, see a change. And uh, so that was a win for me this week. And I'll, I'll wrap with one final win. Um, there's, th- I mean, there's so much that we could share. It would take up your whole morning and, and that much more. Um, but one of the things I will share is that the, the wins and the changes were not just for the students, but for our, our church body and our, our teams and our volunteers as well. Um, it really is like a family feel, you know, being participating in something like this. Um, there were just so many individuals who, whether as a volunteer you were walking through something hard, um, whether you came in a little sluggish that day, there were so many of us that sort of felt rallied around, prayed for if you were feeling injured or not well, things that were going on in their lives um, that were really important. I think John McGowan, you had shared this this morning, and I wanted to echo that. Many of us 
Sunday mornings don't always get to know each other, but by serving alongside each other through this, you get to know the people next to you so much more, and you really do feel that connection. And I felt like there were a lot of connections built um, throughout the week and support for each other. And I think that's important too. There were so many families who who came to, to Leap that maybe they weren't as connected, but by coming, they felt a place. So it didn't just impact our students, but even extended families here within our team, within our volunteers, were, were reached, were touched, um, who are, are here today um, because they were feeling a deeper connection. So LEAP is just so much more than our 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 volunteers is so much more than just our community. It really is impacting so many levels. And I just want to, you know, share that and say God is very good and very purposeful, and I'm just so thankful for this program. So thank you. Oh, yes. Can I have all the volunteers who participate in any way? Would you please stand up? Even if you don't have your leap shirt on, does any participation at all? Can we just thank everyone one more time for such a wonderful, wonderful job? Thank you so much. Thank you. Dave and Wendy, would you come up now? Hey, hey. All right, we're going to move all the chairs over here and stack. We're going to play volleyball. No, all right, no, we're not going to do that. But we will play a game with you because, uh, yeah, we all know that the real purpose of LEAP is to have an opportunity and an excuse to love on other people, right? And uh, so we were so thankful to get to do that. And, of course, uh, eating, playing, and uh, learning is part of that. So we're going to do a little bit of the playing, right? All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to play one of the games we play with the kids called Spot the Difference, and uh, Miss Wendy and I are going to go backstage. We're going to change one thing about ourselves. When we come back, you have to, just one. We'll spot the difference, all right, for each of us. And, of course, they were, we were told there are prizes available, so study. Go ahead, take it in. Study, study, that's right, all right, that's right. All right, and, uh, you know, while we go back, we'll try to be as quick as possible. But while we're out, I mean, feel free if you want to do a little rock, paper, scissors tournament with your neighbor. Oh, you want them to stand up? Too? Oh, everybody's standing up. Sure, stand up. That gets you in motion. And so while, while we're backstage, feel free. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. There you go. All right, we want to wear it. All right, have fun. See you soon. Nice job, everybody. Nice job. So, so raise your hand if you won. All right, good job, good job, good job. All righty, fantastic. All right, so spot the difference here. So, so apparently there's a difference between us again. That's right, here we are, here we are. Okay, so spot the difference. And one difference is? Hold on. The wristwatch thing. I did switch wrists with the Fitbit. There's a distinctive tan line that makes it very... Very obvious there. But perhaps Miss Wendy's may not be as noticeable. Anybody know what the difference is? What do you think? Her shirt had writing on the back before. It's true. That's true. Let's give it up. Nice job. Fantastic. Way to go. I do want to say one thing. I want to thank uh, all three of our pastors, Pastor Matt, Pastor Rob, and and, and uh, Pastor Paul. And Pastor Christine, thank you. She's kids. I, I forget she's a pastor. She's just fun to play with. She's my roomie. Um, because um, I've gone into churches, other churches sometimes, and they don't allow uh, their spaces always to be used in this way, to allow all these kids to play these crazy games in the sanctuary and have Rice Krispies in the cafe all over the place and marshmallows on the front lawn. And um, you know that their heart is to reach out and minister to these kids at all costs. And, and the church is, is a vessel um, to be used in that purpose. And it's not like, no, they can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm very thankful for that, that they, they open up and allow us to do crazy things. 
Amen. And on cleaning day, if there's anything white and sticky stuck in the gutters, it wasn't us. Well, how am I supposed to follow that? <clears throat> I have an idea, actually. I have a joke for you. Oh, here we go. I'm not going to take, take any credit for it, but I thought about all six of the different workshops. The only one I couldn't really be in and do well in is improv, because when you're bald, you can't think of anything off the top of your head. <laughs> so thank you in advance, Lisa, for calling me out on that bald comment. No, I wasn't calling you out. It was good. So it's not call and response here. It's just a di- monologue, not a dialogue. Okay. So I just want to make sure. Um, but I did notice, and God has a humorous way of doing this, because you know whether you acknowledge it or not, the fact that you, know, you might not have any hair can be funny to some people. Um, and it's okay. But I noticed if you look at the team and the leaders that we have here across Leap, you had Jen Martinelli. She was the blonde. right? And then you had Danielle Muir. She was the brunette. Then you had Pastor Rob. He's the beard. And then you have Pastor Matt. He's the bun. And then I said this the other day, and one of them looked, and they were like... <laughs> You're the bald. And I was like, that's right. So there's some humor in all of this that we just want to acknowledge. And I'm like, God has a funny way of putting everybody together. And, um, and isn't it really cool just to celebrate some really cool things that God did this week? Doesn't it just feel good to say thanks? I mean, it's, we can spend all of our time planting and all of our time sowing and all of our time working. But if you were here, and hopefully the video just shows you bits and pieces of it, there was so much that came back that just fed people and encouraged people. And I just want to say a very heartfelt thank you for everyone um, that was willing to be a part of that. And whether you were physically here, whether you financially gave, you know, we had people that actually just called the church and talked to us and said that they couldn't be here, but, and they couldn't necessarily give, but they were praying for us throughout the week. You know, I mean, there's always a way to participate in what God's doing in the community of faith, whether you're physically present or whether you're helping in some other way. Um, My hope and my desire, honestly, uh, is that, more people next year, should God allow us to do something like this next year, that more people would recognize just how filling it is for them. Um, I can tell you that it came at a cost for a number of people. It came at a cost for a lot of people. We had people that took days and days of their vacation. But, you know, honestly, in talking with some people over this last number of uh, months, the idea of even taking a vacation day to do something like this never even met their radar screen. They're like, well, I'm working. I can't do it. I'm going to challenge you on that. I'm going to say, you know, sometimes God doesn't give us our vacation so we can just go do whatever we want. You may have found that if you took one day off, should you have had that time to do it, that God could have used that opportunity to pour something back into you as well. And there's so many testimonies of that. So maybe this year wasn't your year, but you know what? Maybe next year it might be. And you never know what he can do through you if you're just willing to make yourself available. So to the people that served on site, for the people that gave, for the people that prayed, for the people that supported, thank you all so much for being a part of that. It really was a beautiful week. Amen? Isn't that good? Awesome. So thank you so much. I appreciate that very, very much. So, and, and Dave and Wendy, by all means, if the building can't get dirty, then why do we have a building? You know, if the place can't get messy, why can't we, what are we doing what we're doing? You know, I thought it was really cool. Pastor Matt said the other day when we were tying everything up Friday night, I don't remember what day of the week it was you were talking to some of our automotive people, but they didn't even know like what I did at the church that you were talking to them, and they were like, what? He does what? And I was sitting there, you know, like all greasy with kids for like, you know, four days talking about, you know, just stuff and their life and everything, and it was really cool. And you know what was really cool after that is that once they found out, they didn't treat me any differently, which was really nice, um, because many times people treat you differently when they find out that you're different roles or you have a specific position. But maybe the fact that we were okay making a mess and having fun and laughing and doing fun things recognized that this is about making an impact in kids' lives, not about keeping a building looking a certain way. And the truth of the matter is, most of you probably walked through the doors on Sunday morning this morning, had no idea that this place was a dump for the whole week. (laughs) Every evening it had to get, like, revitalized. But, I mean, Friday evening it was like we came in with, like, dump trucks and basically cleaned everything out. It was amazing how this place got transformed back to the way it is in five days. And it just proves, again, to the intentionality that people have at, at Bridge They're not just willing to give of themselves, you know, for a moment or whatever. But, I mean, we take care of the things that God has given us. And I think that that's a beautiful thing as well. So thank you very much for all being a part of it. Um, I'm not going to have a lot to share with you this morning. I have one um, couple quick things I want to share just to kind of tie it together in terms of maybe some background and then just talk about um, 
why this week really mattered so much, uh, and then give an opportunity uh, for Brenda Silk to come and just share briefly as well as a testimony that spoke to her this week. Um, but if I was looking back at my notes this week, and I went back to January 30th, 2013. January 30th, 2013. And some of you have no idea why that date is significant. Maybe January 30th is your birthday, but I guarantee you probably weren't born in 2013, looking at everyone that's here today. However, January 30th, 2013 is the very first time after a church service that we had a meeting in our lounge about the concept of doing something that we were calling a summer skills workshop here at Bridge that summer. That was nine years ago that we had the first conversation. And I went back and looked at the notes and I said, these are the ideas and the things that we had in place. And you know, this is important to hear. Is it just because God gives you an idea, it doesn't mean that the timing is necessarily your timing. But he gives an idea and then he begins putting people in place. He begins taking people out that shouldn't be there, putting more people in that should be, building a sense of unity across the church, putting more financial stability around the body. And what we found was eight years later, the very first leap Began And that was last year. We've done Mission Lansdale for years before that, and there were elements of it. But last year was the very first leap. For some of you, this year was the second leap. But for me, it was the first because I wasn't here last year. I thought it was the strangest thing that we were going to have something we've been working on for eight years happen on the Sunday or the summer that I wasn't around. But you know what I think? And it gives good testimony to the right people. When you have the right people in the right place, you don't need the lead pastor there. You don't. They do it. They do it with excellence. They do it with amazing excellence, commitment, and it's their heartbeat to make it happen that actually shows the body being the body. Does that make sense? So churches that are run off of one leader are churches that are going to forever fail because if that person has to be at places all the time, that's just that person's built a ministry around that person. And the greatest compliment I would be able to have ever is to be able to disappear and know that the church continues to move on. And I got a glimpse of that last year, that there were such quality people across our church that said... We can do something that's ours, not something that's yours. Because one of the volunteers told me when we were at Leap on Friday that the parents came through for the open house. And they're like, where did this come from? Where did this idea came from? And the, and the person said, well, our, our lead pastor had this idea many years ago, and this is where it began. And I remember sitting with our elders when we talked about it a year and a half ago, and they said, yeah, you know, we should consider, you know, let's make this happen. And I said, as long as it's not my vision and it's our vision. If it's where we want to go as a church and we want to pour in our, our students and our community, let's see if we can make it happen. And I can honestly say, looking at the people that have been a part of this over the last two years, God has shown great fruit in the midst of that. So again, thank you so much. There are inroads that have been made in our community that isn't just Lansdale proper, but it goes beyond that. And it has sown incredible seeds in the lives of people that are outside of that. And listen, whether the kids that came had no church experience or a lot of church experience, and we had a blending of all of them, what they saw and what they heard gave them a vision and a picture of Jesus. I believe many of them have never seen before. So thank you very much for being a part of that. Um, so why do we really do this? And why did we do leap? You know, why couldn't we have done a VBS or why couldn't we have done an ice cream social for five days in a row? I would have been on board for that. Well, why do we do leap? You know, what was it about leap? Well, I want to just read for you just a couple of scriptures. Um, and they're the same scriptures that I used nine years ago when I sat and had our first sit down conversation, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. This is Jesus after his death, his resurrection, before his ascension, he goes to his disciples and he says to them, he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. You see, the command in Scripture has never been to go. We understand go. Our lives are busy. We run at 120 miles an hour, it seems, some, sometimes. The command has always been make disciples. And the purpose of a church is to make disciples. Disciple-making churches build people. Disciple-making churches grow. Disciple-making churches influence the community around us and show the world around us who Jesus really is. If our church exists for us to have an experience, if our church exists for us to have a moment when we gather, if the only purpose of our churches is to come together so that we can celebrate something in our midst, and it's kind of like us four no more, the chosen frozen kind of thing, where we just do our thing and nothing else, we've lost the whole purpose of why the church exists. Jesus said, as you go, make disciples. As you walk in relationship with me, teach others to walk in relationship with me. As you experience peace and hope and love by walking in relationship with me, the truth that I've given you and the hope that I've given you, give it away. 
That's what he says. That's the whole point of why we do what we do. And for a church to make an impact in a community, we need to be out in our community. We can't be in our four walls and think everything has to happen in here. Well, if we can just bring the world through the doors on Sunday morning, the right message, the right altar experience, the right whatever, God can use those things. But you've heard me say this before. When you look at all the experiences, the 130 plus examples that you see of Jesus having conversations and reaching people, all but about 10 of those happened in the community, not in the synagogue. It happened when he was out in the communities. It happened when he was out speaking with people, when he was healing people, when he was sharing life with people. Being missional isn't about inviting everybody through the doors of your church on Sunday morning. There's an element to that that we need, but we really need to be about reaching people where they are. So going and making disciples is what we're supposed to be doing. Jesus told us that we're supposed to do it. So the question really isn't what our purpose is because every church that ever existed and will ever exist has a purpose of being disciple-making to go and make disciples. The question really isn't what our purpose is or what is our purpose. The question really is how do we fulfill that? How do we fulfill that? And the best way I think that we can fulfill that is to take the scripture out of 1 Peter 2.9 and to be reminded of something that we see in that scripture. 1 Peter 2.9, Peter reminds early Christians of something that we all need to be reminded of and I think it's just as appropriate for us today. Peter talks to them and he's saying, regardless of their history, their identity, and all the stuff that they dealt with, he says in verse 9, he says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. And then he says, God's special possession. And then look what he says, that you may, what? Declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Now that translation works a little bit. But here's a better version of it that I think makes more sense. He says in verse 9 here in the NLT, but you are not like that, the old way, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And look what he says. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. See, there's a mission here that's also met with a method where he says you have a mission And then you have a responsibility to let that mission take place in whatever area that God has birthed you, wherever he's planted you, for you to bloom whatever neighborhood he's put you in, whatever community he's called you to live in, whatever job he's called you to work in, whatever church he's asked you to be planted in. The whole purpose of the church's mission is to make disciples. How we do that is to show others the goodness of God exactly where we live. That's the whole point. So what is showing the goodness of God look like? Well, it looks like a few things. It looked like 49 students descending upon Bridge Community Church this week. It looked like, as Pastor Rob said, 59 volunteers, over half of which served three days or more. It looked like 16 gallons of used motor oil in the parking lot. It looked like 10 cars getting safety inspections. Who's sick of safety inspections? Anybody? I don't want to do another safety inspection after this past week. That was, well, at least for a little while. It looked like over 45 hours of just loving students right where they were on site. It looked like 3,000 popsicle sticks showing the goodness of God. You know that? 3,000 popsicle sticks. It looked like 123 scoops of ice cream on Friday afternoon. That's awesome, right? Look at you. Some of you are going, yeah, I like that one. It looked like, think about this, 40 pounds of bread flour and culinary over the week. 20 Granny Smith apples, and 23 different recipes that they made over five days. That's what the goodness of God looks like. It also looked like 35 minutes of recorded improv that was done right here on this stage and four days of teaching and rehearsals. And it definitely looked like writing, recording, and producing all kinds of music with students and adults at all different levels. Which, by the way, if you didn't know, Christine McLean wrote that song. So just want to let you know. Christine, well done. Thank you. Don't shake your head. It was awesome and hysterical, and I heard the original versions even better than that we heard. So at some point, the one that you sang on your phone is going to have to show up here on a Sunday morning at some point. I just won't be here on Sunday, so you can't throw things at me. Okay. Um, Those are all examples of what showing the goodness of God looks like. But you know what it also is? It's about talking about financial responsibility, building vision boards that Jeff did, learning about sustainable living that the Reinfords did with Jen Hoffman. That's what it looks like. Discussing hard topics that Pastor Matt talked about, like anxiety and depression, peer pressure and addiction, topics that Joe Devlin talked about, and learning how to build strong support systems and communities 
that our leaders, Jen and Danielle, brought to the table on Friday evening. All of those things are part of showing the goodness of God. You know what, what else includes showing the goodness of God? Having a lot of fun. Really getting dirty. Having some amazing ice cream off a trailer that looked like a cottage on wheels. Strange looking. I've never seen anything like that, but it was really cool. The trailer showed up and it looked like a little shed. The downtown scoop place. If you've never been there, you should go. It was amazing. Um, this is how we show the goodness of God. But this isn't the only thing that Leap was about. And I wanted to ask, and I asked Brenda Silk if she would come up and say, you know, in the midst of what we did to serve students, God actually used an opportunity to remind us of one of the reasons why we do what we do. So Brenda, would you come and just share that with us briefly? Hello. Hi. So this was my second leap. And uh, yeah, if you haven't done it, I highly encourage you to put it on your calendar for next year. So we come and we think we're going to serve and we're going to teach, right? Because we're the big people. We're the adults in the room. Well, guess what? (laughs) The students have a lot to teach us. Yes. A whole lot. My prayer going into the week was that I loved well and that I listened well. And so God blessed me with the opportunity to work with a young man this week who is on the autistic spectrum. He was with us last year, and it was amazing to see the growth in him over a year. And I volunteered in culinary all week. So culinary was not his thing. (laughs) Not at all. But... um, You know what his thing was? Sharing the gospel. He was so bold. Every day he shared. He shared scripture. He brought it up at every opportunity. Sometimes not a great opportunity to bring it up. True. But you know what? He spoke truth. And he had wisdom well beyond his years. And he connected things back to the gospel. And his heart was breaking because he knew many of these students did not have a relationship with Jesus. And one day he came in, he had a t-shirt on, and this shirt read, I have decided. So I asked him, I said, tell me about your shirt. He got all proud, and he's like, I got this shirt when I decided to be baptized and proclaim Jesus. And I said, that's awesome. And he said, I wore it hoping someone would ask me about it. And he really convicted me this week. He is unabashedly unashamed of the gospel. And he was so concerned. He's like, when are they going to share the gospel? When are they going to give an invitation? Because some of these people are going to hell. And his heart was breaking for that. So his comfort zone was being bold about the gospel. He was not comfortable in culinary. But you know what? As the week went on, he stepped out of that comfort zone. He tried new food. He learned a new knife skill. He mixed up things. And he was very proud of that. And we encouraged him and high-fived him and just enjoyed being with him. So 
It was a challenge to me this week. Am I unashamed of the gospel? Am I boldly proclaiming the truth? So, two verses I leave with you. Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Second verse. Are you prepared to tell your story? Are you prepared to give an answer? Because in 1 Peter 3.15 it says, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. And I just, he shared, he had so much scripture memorized, particularly the whole Romans road. He carried his Bible with him. He had the verses memorized. Are you hiding God's word in your hearts? There was a challenge on the bulletin board in the classroom where you're in to memorize a verse from Philippians. He goes, can I memorize that? We're like, sure. Two days later, came back, said it, had memorized it. He had tucked another scripture in his heart. So we all know that God's word won't return void. He spoke truth. He spoke God's word. And the other kids around him heard it. So I just encourage you all to be bold and be unashamed of the gospel. How many times do we think that we're coming to serve others and in the midst of what we're doing, God uses those that we're serving to actually serve us and to remind us of something? And that is a great testimony The leap isn't here just to give kids skills. You know, it talks about igniting passions and building skills. That's what some of the shirts say on the back. But the truth of the matter is we're here to meet people where they are so that when the opportunities are there, we can actually share Christ to people. And people don't care that you know until they know that you care. And I can tell you through the week that we walked through, we did have many opportunities and just to credit many of our leaders when they've had those opportunities. When the questions came, they knew what to do. They knew who to bring them to if they didn't have the answer or they had the answer themselves. Questions that I overheard about God, about church, about Christianity. What do we do when I'm not sure what I believe? What do we do when, when our parents you know, don't necessarily believe what, what I, I want to believe? Or I believe this, but I don't go to church. What do I do? How do we make this work? We had one student where our leaders came together and they gave a Bible at the end of the week too and talked to them about getting, uh, getting started and what it means to take some steps and learning to know God. We had a group of students that came to the Wednesday night activity at Freddie Hill to the CSM uh, group, to, to CSM youth ministry that we had. All of those things are just starting points to help people understand that we love them where they are by giving them skills, teaching them that, hey, we're just everyday people, but we have a responsibility to give testimony and to share the goodness of God with you. And we saw that happen over and over and over again. But let's make no mistake, we're not here to create a camp for kids. Leap is about laying foundations so that people can get to know Jesus. And that's why it exists. That's why the prayer times were there. That's why the testimonies were there. That's why Jen and Danielle could share part of their story on Friday and bring kids to tears while they're sitting there talking about it because the kids could connect to where the adults have been. And when you create opportunities like that for kids to meet you where you are, where they are, then their hearts can be open to hear more about the gospel. And the statistics still are what they are. That by the time someone reached 17 or 18 years old, only 10% of the people that actually make a decision to follow Christ do it after their 18th birthday. That's why we reach our younger kids, because there is an opportunity to pour into kids. And I think our church has done a beautiful job of laying some foundations and to be expectant to see what God wants to do with that as we look ahead. Make sense? So that's really our heartbeat. We're going to 
I'm going to ask the worship team to come up and, and, and we're, we're going to close in one of the songs we were in worship with this morning just to make that declaration again. But what I love about this song, and, and some of you know just the old chorus, God is so good, but adding these verses bring to, to truth the power of the gospel. That the gospel in this song is so powerful because it speaks to our brokenness and God's ability to bring us to healing. Our weariness and God's ability to bring joy into our lives. Our inability to get to God, but the sacrifice of Christ to bring eternal life. And our identity, which is now sealed by becoming a son and daughter of Jesus, of God through Jesus Christ. That's why Bridge exists and that's why Leap is what it is to make that message clear by declaring the goodness of God to those around us. So I'm going to invite you to stand as our team sings this together and we just walk in a sense of thanks again for what God has done and to ask each one of us, take a moment during the song and say, Lord, teach me again. Maybe God has done some cool things in your lives and, and you remember those things and you're walking them out and maybe, maybe there's been a bit of a separation and you need God to rekindle some of that truth into your life. Can I just remind you this morning The same God that saved you is the God that wants to be with you today. The same God that awakened your heart that moment you chose to trust him is the same God that is walking today and wants to walk with you tomorrow. So Father, I just come before you this morning and I thank you for your goodness. I thank you that we can come and we can celebrate leap. I thank you, Lord, that we can look at the things that we've accomplished this week in our lobby display and just get in a picture of all these things that you've done and be thankful for them. Um, But Lord, we know that the power is not in the event. The power is in the opportunity for people to get to know you on a deeper basis. So Lord, we come before you and we say thanks and we ask as we sing this song and as we reflect upon this week that we would be mindful of the only thing that gives life and that is the true knowledge of knowing you.